Welcome to the Real Estate Espresso Podcast, your morning shot of what's new in the world of real estate investing. I'm your host, Victor Manash. Today is another AMA episode. That is, ask me anything. I love to answer your questions, and if you have a question you think is going to be of broad interest, send it in. I'll answer it live on the air. Send your questions to victor at victorjm.com. That's victor at victorjm.com. This question comes from Sam, who writes, I have seven acres near a major boat ramp north of Houston that I'm looking to develop. The area has grown 4.11% per year for the last two years, according to the census. With a major development up the road, I expect this trend to continue. I'm having trouble finding info on income growth. Do you have any input on where to find this data? Do you have a development pro forma that I could look at? I don't know what I don't know and would love to learn from your experience and mistakes. The land does not have many trees, the ground is relatively flat, and the lot will be crushed concrete. Our contractor garage is a good option to add to a storage facility, and what is the typical square footage per capita needed? With shipping containers, are you able to refinance the property once it's almost full, or is it best to sell and buy something with real property? Well, Sam, this is a great question. I would shy away from using market average data in developing your financial model. Real estate is always hyper-local, and so too is the supply-demand picture for the specific product you're proposing to build. Outdoor storage can be built with several different target customers in mind, but understand that these products are dramatically different. For outdoor storage, seven acres may not be considered a large facility. You mentioned that you're near a boat ramp. One possibility is for you to build boat and RV storage as a product. You might find that your location in the northern suburbs of Houston has a lot of boat traffic, or maybe not that much. Do the existing boat and RV storage facilities have capacity, or is there a wait list? The population center is a little far from your location. Do people trailer their boats? Do they store them locally in their own residential yard? Boat and RV storage can segment into a few different products. Some higher-end RVs are best preserved with protection from the elements. You can usually charge a premium for covered storage and for fully enclosed storage. In South Texas, where temperatures often exceed 100 degrees and the humidity is high, protection from the sun will extend the life of these products. Another possibility is contractor storage, and your question alludes to that possibility. You really need to conduct a boots-on-the-ground assessment of supply and demand for that product. Contractors need all kinds of storage, everything from heavy equipment to secure locations for storing construction materials. Landscaping companies can really benefit from purchasing the materials they need in bulk. The cost savings are usually worth it, but the cost of storing the materials must be low enough that it doesn't negate the savings. You really need to understand the needs of the local customers. You can analyze a market, but only customers buy products. That's a subtle but important distinction. Only customers buy products. You need to test market your idea with local potential clients. Some clients require weather protection for materials. Construction yards also require the ability to handle much heavier loads than boat and RV storage. The preparation of the ground to handle these heavier loads will be different the turning radius for trucks with trailers is also going to be much larger. And shipping containers can be effective for storing materials, but they're not very efficient. They're narrow and most materials need to be loaded in and out by hand rather than using equipment. Because you're close to the Gulf Coast, you might need to bear in mind that hurricane standards could apply to any form of construction. Even temporary structures might need to be tied down with straps that are anchored into the ground. Bear in mind that crushed concrete is an inexpensive way of surfacing an outdoor facility, but it compresses into a hard surface and usually, eventually, becomes impermeable. 
you might be required to build stormwater management in order to handle the excess runoff created by making the area less able to absorb rainwater. You can examine the operating model for other facilities nearby to determine realistic numbers for revenue. Underwriting a project like this is really no different than, say, an apartment building or any other storage facility. You need to add up all the sources of revenue and the expenses, which are frankly pretty minimal. The biggest variable will be staffing. You'll need to determine the right staffing level. If you build too small a facility, it'll be difficult to make the numbers work, and you have to be confident that the market can absorb the entire facility at attractive rental rates if you decide to build a large one. You'll require a larger investment for contractor storage. Each contractor will want their own equipment and materials individually secured. That means fencing off individual yards, along with shipping containers as supplementary storage options. We've built outdoor storage facilities for both boat and RV as well as industrial outdoor storage. I can offer to review your pro forma and offer comments when you've got your first draft put together. Feel free to email it to me. I want to thank you, Sam, for a fabulous question. And for listeners at home, have an awesome rest of your day. Go make some great things happen. We'll talk to you again tomorrow.